0: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward.
1: He doesn't have lyrics to that, does he? Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's he does, a, it's a it doesn't matter. Chat.
2: Because you're here with me, I'm Rick, you're here with Dan, and you're here with Mark, and you
1: are on the Chats with Cats podcast for another week. How are you, gents? I'm very good. And you know why I'm very, very good. good? Why? Because I'm alive. I'm good because i got pussy.
2: Oh, hello.
1: <laughs> Mate, you are dripping every week.
2: Oh, wow. Oh, but on. it is good to be alive. Frisky. You know where... Um, We're living in a very, very, very safe place on the planet right now. Mm -hmm. Lots of unsafe places and some very unnecessarily. Yeah, very, very unnecessarily. Are we
3: lucky to be living in this country? So lucky. Beautiful country. Let's thank
1: one person in particular and I reckon you could name it in about two seconds. John Howard. You bloody believe it. Oh, gun laws. Yeah. Yeah, let's live in America. Hang
3: on, hang on, hang on. Can we think of, is there any country that comes to mind that might have a little bit of a dodgy rule when it comes to gun laws. and
2: Well, not even a dodgy rule. I just law, think it's a backward step. Like, what the fuck are you doing allowing people to carry guns without a licence? It's one thing to have open carry, yeah. which is you can have it on your, on your person at any time with a licence. Mm-hmm. But Texas is just going, don't so worry about that anymore. We,
3: we spoke about, We spoke about Bryant last week and we talked about how on that day he killed 35 people Howard banned the gun straight away.
1: Yep, loved it.
3: Since then, I mean, how many deaths
1: have we had from Oh, guns? Surely we would have had at least 20 or 30. Oh. You'd think so in, what, 25 years? Uh, how many have we had? A, a very
3: low amount, a very, very low amount. And you told me a stat earlier before the podcast about how many um How many victims there have been this year from guns in America? No,
1: it wasn't victims. It was how many mass shootings? 237 as of last week. 230. That's more than there are days that have passed this year. It's crazy, isn't it? That's stupid. Now, scale. America's bigger than Australia. So, you know,
2: maybe we give them the slightest reprieve for that. But I don't think so.
1: No, 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 no. Just get your fucking shit together. Get it together. no one needs guns. No That's one, right. No one. If you want to go hunting, just maybe, maybe in a controlled environment with, with some really specific laws, you yeah. don't need to be carrying a gun around the streets. There's no reason for that That's at right. all. There is no reason. Well, I think that it's ridiculous and it's stupid and
2: you don't need it, but on the flip side, I think the best present that John Howard ever gave to us was having that gun amnesty. Back Amazing. in the day Amazing But Presence also reminds me of one thing It was Rachel's birthday recently mm. Happy birthday to Rachel Big shout out Rach
1: Yeah happy birthday Rach Happy birthday I can't believe too. she didn't make you homeless
2: Yeah I know she tried Anyway yeah. it doesn't matter So I know we spoke about presents Not that long ago mm. But presence is just one of the stupidest fucking things ever
1: You, you really hate this It's you? so
2: frustrating because um Recently, this has happened to me twice once with our anniversary, which we 've just recently had four years married, and now again on our um on her birthday so for the anniversary i 've organized a present as a surprise for her mm-hmm. gone and bought it i 've hidden it somewhere wasn 't a great hiding spot, but it doesn 't matter that story for another day and she started trying to tell me these things that oh, maybe you could get me this, maybe you could get me that i 'm going Rachel. Shut the fuck up. I've already got you a present and it's a surprise. Then she ended up finding it. But regardless of that, it's like, how do you surprise people? I want to get you something, try and get you something a bit left field, something that maybe you're not expecting. But then she's done it again for her birthday. I've gone really secretively through another friend of ours who's actually bought and paid for the present so she can't see any money coming out of the accounts. Mm, Okay. Which is, I thought was fucking genius, by the yeah, way. Very good. Like that. And then a few days before her birthday actually happened, she's saying, Oh, I found this and it's really cheap. Maybe we could get that. And, and that's probably, what you'd bought her? I fucking already bought it for oh, her. Maybe like, to oh, how deflating that. for you as well. Very deflating. Mm. It's like I put all this time, effort, and energy.
3: Yeah, the originality goes out of the idea straight yeah, away. It then does. She, she thinks but straight Rick's away. put all this time in and all of a sudden she's mentioned it. And all of that surprise factor originality completely disappears out of
2: it. I know. It's crap. That's horrible. Anyway, what would be worse, though, is if I had to go and buy the item from a shopping center.
1: Oh. oh, never. oh I, I refuse to do that. All, all my gifts for anyone, if I ever decide to do it, even for myself, are online. Delivered yeah. to my door.
2: Yep. Well... You know, um, we moved into our new house recently-ish. been about three months now. Mm. But beforehand, we were living across the road from Marion Shopping Centre. Every time I went in there, I had to do my supermarket shopping there and everything. At least Terrible. you didn't
3: have to go in there and try and figure out parking.
2: Real close. Yes, I did.
1: Really? Yeah, you would have had been, to drive yeah, there. Yeah, that's still a what, good four, four, 500 metres or so, is not
2: It wasn't walking distance. Or well, we did walk sometimes. But if you yeah. were just going, all right, I need something from the shop's quick, smart, All right. you drive. Well,
3: I'm thinking of you as so, a runner. This is you as a runner. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you run to the supermarket and buy like $200 worth of groceries and run home? Well, I don't live half a k away from Marion, so no. Yeah. Anyway, you're walking through the s- shopping centres. There's no etiquette. Everyone just loses their brain and thinks about themselves.
1: No one even knows you're standing next to them, ever. Mate. You could literally smell, well, they could smell you and still not know that you're there.
2: It really, really frustrates me. You're walking along, you know exactly what you need to go and get and then someone just pulls out in front of you and stops.
1: And it's always with a trolley right in front of you. You stop and you're like, surely they're going to see me in a second. Surely they're going to go, okay, well, uh, I might need to move that trolley. But they don't. They don't even see any part of you, any part of anyone that you're with and they sit there and they're not even doing anything. They're just staring at the wall. What is wrong with people?
2: People are fucked.
1: Yeah, very bad. And have oh, you noticed as well, it doesn't matter if you're walking, let's say, you know how moles are pretty wide. There's like four metres on one side, four metres on the other, and you have a couple in front of you walking a bit slow. You go, ah, oh, I've got long legs. I'm going to overtake these guys. It'll be all good. You go to take a right step, and all of a sudden they start veering in front of you. Like, I know. Oh, okay, I'm going to go further to the right, but you can't because there's two other people coming towards you with a trolley that are too far from the wall and they shouldn't be there, and then all of a sudden you're stuck in this situation, and then that couple will just stop and you'll yep. be like
2: should be one-way traffic and it should be overtaking lanes. Yeah. It should be
1: overtaking lanes.
2: It's so frustrating. I hate shopping. I hate shopping centres. And it's, it's worse than so
1: supermarkets. Shit. I hate people. You, you've been in supermarkets before, surely. I have been in supermarkets yeah, before. Well, that's good. That's <laughs> yeah. what we want. You used to work yeah. in one. Yeah. yeah you, oh, you did too. Oh, that was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're buying something, let's yeah. say, even if you went in there for like a power Powerade or something. Yeah. You often find someone that's standing in front of your section that you want to go grab that item out of, and they're there sort of sorting out what they want to get. Surely, like if I'm standing somewhere and I'm undecided, I'll have a step back and maybe to the left and let that person that might know exactly what they want come in and grab it. That just doesn't happen.
2: All you need to do is be aware of your surroundings. And these people are just (laughs) so stuck in the thing. And especially that example with Powerade. I was at the shops recently and I just wanted to grab a yogurt. And there was this lady in front of me and she's gone from the top shelf to the bottom shelf to the middle shelf to the back shelf. But she could either see me in her peripheral, which obviously she didn't have any, but I could see her eyes in the glass as well, in the reflection. Oh, so and I'm just standing there behind her waiting patiently and I'm thinking, Surely this bitch is gonna fucking get out of my way in a second.
1: What if she thought that you hadn't made up your mind yet? Crap. What about when you're looking
3: for something in the exact same spot as the person next to you and you go in and, you know, they do that back-off thing, like, oh, this person's getting in, but you end up both looking at the same spot and you're like, do I go in, don't I, do I let that person go in first? What happens then?
1: It's like a Mexican buy-off. Yeah, it's like a – not a standoff, a buy-off. It's like – That's a very good point too. But I think in that case – There's more
2: than one item on the shelf generally. So if you do want to buy the same item – Who cares? Mm. Fucking grab it and walk away.
1: It's more just the people that – my pet hate is when you walk down an aisle, right, and they've left their trolley sideways, and yet they're standing a metre away from it, covering the other section of the free aisle, yeah, and you you get there, and they still haven't noticed that you don't want anything in that part of the aisle. You're trying to get to the end, and they just have no idea that you even exist. It's like, oh, my God, come on. You've got to be better than that. So that's –
2: really shit and terrible things that people do in shopping centres, hmm. but that's not the only place that we exist these days. We also exist in the show, social platforms. Yeah. Ooh, where are about, going with this? What about people things, things that people do on Facebook, just, I don't know, for
1: attention and... Uh, we got, uh, hang on, um, today's been so bad, I, I just don't think I can deal with it, Right. It's just to
3: fuck off Facebook
2: then.
1: I know. It's just a post that basically is asking, can everyone please contact me so I can tell you individually how sad I am or how much attention I need yeah. off you.
2: And what about um, some people basically write their life stories out in an essay? And it can be no- either nice things about their life or bad things about their life. And they'll just put paragraph after mm. paragraph. <laughs> I went and saw this person. Then they took me here. They put me in a car. They drove me to this location. They went here. It's <laughs> like, Okay, I didn't need to know any of that. Yeah. What's the result? Oh, it was your birthday or something. Like, who cares? Yeah. I don't care about
1: no. reading every paragraph about your life. Do you, um, do you unfollow people?
3: Oh, yeah, I do. What about you? I think the thing is you don't um, unfriend someone. You have to unfollow. Yeah. Because unfriend is an insult. Mm. Unfollow is something that the person that you're unfollowing doesn't actually get told. Yeah. So it's sort of like, I, I'm sick of your shit. What, are, what you're saying all the time is ruining my day. Ruining your feed. Ruining your life, really. <laughs> yeah. by, by unfollowing, not only will I not see your stuff,
1: mm-hmm.
3: I will also do you the kind courtesy of not offending you. Because if I unfriend you, that's, that's an insult to them. An yeah. unfollow is like they never find out, they never find out but not only that, you never ever get to see anything that they've got to say again, Yeah,
2: which is a win-win. Unless you actively go out and look for it, which you never will, <sighs> because it doesn't matter.
3: Yeah. Do you guys notice on Facebook, and this is this is aimed at, you know, I'm going to be honest, our parents, you know, middle-aged people, sort of 40, 50, 60 years old, and they're new to the social media game, and they're just... They're commenting on everything like they're always wanting to sort of like have too much input about a subject, and they just need to stay the fuck away. And they don't really understand the situation.
1: Oh, like they they um they overcommit to like yeah. proving and a point. They're reading too much into it. It's yeah. like you're new to the game. Like, five, were, yeah. were we like that when we started though? No. Is there was there a learning nah, curve? Nah. Like I can't remember
2: ever being that. Do you know again. the best ones that are actually really funny, and you see people doing it all the time. What is the like the quizzes to find out what we like in a previous life and stuff like that? Do you oh, see the, the yeah. adults and the old people? They always love always doing. The, those they eat problems. them up,
3: overcommitting big time. Yeah, reading way too much into it, and then it's
2: like you have to reshare this to your page before we tell you the answer. It's like, huh, oh, God, please.
3: Man. And then you see, yeah, they can't pick up on the reason that exists. It's like. To promote their own page But they don't get it They just don't
1: get it They haven't been there yet They haven't learnt long enough And Something like though that, that
3: That age group They just They get offended by too much stuff
1: I wonder what we'll be like When we're that age What will be the new Facebook Where we're dumb There's going to be a lot isn't Hopefully there? we don't suck As much as those people Yeah like especially your kids Like Moss is going to turn to you And go dad you're a fucking idiot Nah not me Yeah Nah <laughs> uh, you're going to get too busy You're going to spend An extended time away From social media For some reason whether it's the job or you do something weird and go on a long vacation and you're going to come back and there's going to be something else book and you're going to be that guy. It's going to happen, 2060. Maybe, I don't know. But the thing,
2: sometimes you see people posting way too frequently or with stupid big long stories on Facebook, sometimes it looks like attention seeking. But sometimes if we just be serious for a little while, there actually is an underlying mental health thing going on there. I think okay. the stigma around talking about mental health is, um, you know, the barriers to talking about it have come down a lot these days, yep. which I think is really good, really positive. Yep. I think talking about, you know, how you're feeling and all that sort of stuff is really good. Mm. The thing that frustrates me, and I think we've seen a little bit over the past few years, is there's lots of sports stars and personalities out there. That I feel like they're using mental health as a band aid to say, "Whoops, I fucked up and I got caught." Yeah, you're completely right. That's a oh very, yeah, I'm depressed. That's like, amazing. That's not fair to people who are actually struggling with mental health.
1: Could I could it's name very, three or very, four footy players off the top of my head? Which, yeah. if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I reckon I would say, "Yep, they've used <laughs> that. They've used that." All right. They've right, used right. That. Here's the
3: thing: you have a mental health condition. Mm. You know, severe anxiety, depression, whatever. What do you use to band-Aid that problem? Drugs, right? Recreational drugs that helps you feel good for a small period of time. Does it make it worse? It does right. So if you have a problem and you band-Aid that with drugs, and it gets worse, and then you have and then a small problem becomes a massive problem, and you come out and say, "I have a problem." Can you see what I'm saying it's like? It's been made worse because of the recreational drugs that you've chosen to take.
1: Yeah, and so the out is?
3: Well, let's compare that to someone that has always had anxiety or bipolar or depression,
1: right? And not being naughty by going out and taking but, things. But not being naughty. I
3: mean, is it is it wrong to put these people in the same bracket or category as these other people? So what I'm saying is, should we be worrying more about the people that are dealing with problems that they've had since they were born or people that have compounded that problem from taking...
1: So you're saying self-inflicted drug abuse? Self-inflicted versus like a problem that this person has
3: had for their whole well, life. That's I pretty, mean, it's, it's an interesting one. Very interesting topic. Yeah. yeah
2: I think if you've caused it yourself... I don't think that we should necessarily not give them the support, but I think there's got to be priority given to the people who are suffering not of their own volition. Of course, you would give that person support, but yeah, like Rick
3: said, like who who gets priority? I mean, it
1: is a. I mean, you'd like to it's give a grey area. You'd like to give the person that's always had a priority, but that's just not something that you can. You can't really. None
2: of it's measurable, you can't judge it I don't think any of it's, it's not provable either Mm. So as an example, you could go out for the next three days And get on a big coke bender and then go to your dad And he'll say, why didn't you come to work? No one's done this job, that job, the whole, you know, the place isn't running And you say, sorry dad, I'm depressed And what's he supposed to do? You can potentially get off the hook just because you're falling on that depression card, and I just don't think that's fair on people who actually suffer from mental So you're
1: saying uh, if I was to be milking that rather than actually – Yeah. Now,
2: not to name names, but to name names, the (laughs) Shane Mumford situation just stinks to me.
1: Yeah. That was one of
2: the guys I was thinking about. He's gone. Mummy. Yeah, he's gone and – The
3: hit-out king.
2: Mate, the slug king. Fucking gun, dude. There's I'll a video of him, him line King popped up on Facebook Did you say Lion? doing the or... biggest slugs you've ever seen yeah and all of a sudden he's playing the mental health card but then has his year off and goes back to playing straight away mm. Mm. just something that doesn't feel right about it to me now if he if his mental health concerns were genuine can't prove it mm. but I hope he got the help that he needed but it just something something about it. Especially with sports
1: stars, they just and that's always that's, lean that's on the terrible health. thing is all of them are now questioned, like not not by anyone important, but by people like us. You sort of go, well, you know, how convenient, mm-hmm. how Correct. convenient that you were caught with drugs, and all of a sudden now you got a mental health problem. That's right. There's, talk, a, there's a bit of a we
3: talk about issues today, and we go, you know, what these issues are more relevant today than say 20 years ago. Do you think that? a lot of it has to do with the fact that drugs are more readily available now versus 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. 100%. Absolutely. There's more opportunity to mess with your mind and fuck yourself up on drugs and a small anxiety disorder or any mental health disorder will be magnified Mm. by the drugs that not only you are taking but they're more readily available.
2: Yeah, I 100% agree. But I think we need to move on. Before so, we do, yeah. I think it's really important just to say that anyone listening who is battling with a genuine mental health disorder, just make sure that you speak out. There's plenty of Absolutely. plenty of things out there that can help you. So plenty of people that can help you. So
1: even reach out to us. We'll, we'll have a
3: chat. Absolutely, nothing better than uh, talking, chatting to, with cats. Yeah, talking to anyone.
1: Absolutely.
2: All right, let's get back on a lighter note now. It's five seconds of something. All
1: right, Cat, get off my list. All right. Now, Mark, you always say you should have gone first or should have gone second. So do you want to choose this time again?
3: Yeah, I'll go first.
1: Oh, he's going first. All right. You've got five seconds. Give me three correct answers. The first is: name three places on your body you shouldn't get a tattoo.
3: Uh, ass, kneecap and ankle. I
1: don't. I don't like ass. I really think it's a bad one. But I'm going to pay it All to right, you it's because emb- it's embarrassing spot. Because I wouldn't get one on my ass, and I think that's a stupid spot. Yeah, neither would spot. I. It's the only reason you get getting that point. Mm. Cheek, nose, forehead for me. Cheek, nose, forehead. Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. That, well done. Good. All right, Rick. Name three names you shouldn't give your newborn child. Dusty, Windy and Clapper. <laughs> yeah, I don't like any of those. Did so you hear yeah. that one, Dustin Martin? Yeah. All right, <laughs> Mark, name three reasons not to pay for food at a restaurant.
3: Uh, It's too cold, the waitress was shit and it was way too hot.
1: No. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I got two, didn't I? I think you got two and okay. I think the second one was a 50-50. 50 50 Yeah. Yeah,
2: You can have a bad waitress, but if the food was amazing, you're still going to pay for it. I'm willing to wear that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: You did well, though. Just a question. um, In the States, how much would you tip someone as a percentage? I hate tipping.
1: I hate hate tipping, too.
3: too. Never go to the States. Nah. I've been twice. I don't like it. In the the States, the waitress is genuinely like the nicest person ever, Mm. which is very nice in the fact that they're so nice, but you know it's so. Money-driven. Ungenuine. It's like, I'm being as nice as possible to you right now so I can make the most out of you. Mm. It's it's an awful place. Yeah. Have a go there. <laughs> Australia, the lucky country.
1: Oh. All right, moving on. Name three things that could kill your pet dog.
2: A snake, a bear trap, and a
1: fox. A, fo- oh, a fox. <laughs> uh, Nah, not give me uh, I, I think A even, dog would fuck a fox. Even out. a fox terrier would put up a good fight against a fox. It wouldn't kill it. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, not man. paying you that one. That was not pretty, pretty good answers, though. Okay, Mark. Yeah, last think, one. Get creative. Okay. Name three ways to hide a fart on a first date.
3: Uh, open your cheeks up, cough at the same time, <laughs> and yell at the same time. Oh, fucking beautiful. <laughs> Love it.
1: <laughs> Love
2: it. I uh, do not like... Fact that you got that right. What do you so say? You mean open your cheeks up? You're just going to stand up. No, on the no, first no, no, no,
3: no. He doesn't and spread your
1: cheeks. Yeah, he doesn't get he it. I know what yeah, you mean. yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he has a wife, so he wouldn't understand. But that's okay. Yeah, you don't know the technique. Yeah, don't worry. How's about our friend who had that technique in the shower? Who? I won't mention names, but um, there was a friend of ours that one morning. Had an open ensuite and was showering and had to do a big fart. So he cupped his hands and filled it up with water in the shower and Made farted bubble. and farted into the water in his hands. Amazing! <gasps> How amazing is that? That's really. It was smart. like a muffler. <laughs> mm.
2: It's a muffler. Fart
1: muffler. Uh, you got one left. <laughs> yes. Okay. Here it comes. Name. Thr- come on, uh, Rick. Come
3: on. Come on. Bring it home. Bring it home. Come on. Come on.
1: All right. This is a creative one as well. Name three animals from Africa you could beat in a fight to the death.
2: A vulture, a millipede, and a fly. They're
1: not animals. I would have gone with meerkat, that sort of a uh, size mammal, but nah, you can't go. I yeah. thought Rick would have said rhino. Bang. Mm. Just like nah, you won't beat a rhino. Can you get off the big board there, Duncan? Thank you. All right, well, well done. That was,
3: that was fun. A fun. That was a good
1: time. That had was a, good a time. fun time, that. All right, Dan.
2: Right. Oh. Wish So
3: goodness.
1: you do this all in your spare time, Dan? Oh, if you want to call it spare, that's. Uh, A gross understatement, no. So this is just something that
2: you do for fun, basically?
1: Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I like seeing you guys struggle, so the questions have to be a little (laughs) bit difficult. So what's something that people do for fun that you don't understand?
3: You know someone that's loving this podcast? Your cat right here, he loves it. Yeah,
1: yeah, he does. One thing um, people do that I don't like... Uh, Actually, here's one that will infuriate a lot of people. I hate people that read books. What? I find that so boring. So you hate people that are educated. Put it this way. Yeah, pretty much because I'm, I'm one of those people that can only read something that I'm really interested in. It has to be like a sports column so, so or goosebumps. a shark attack or, hey? Goosebumps? I couldn't even do that. Boring. Okay. So I'm a doco guy. I like, I'm a visual guy. I like to see visual. I, I take it in better. It's the way I've learned. Do you like watching TV. Yeah, like a TV guy, but the thing is like, I could also sit and listen to someone tell me some really interesting facts. Like a, a podcast or something. Yeah, podcast a great example. Yeah. But books for me is just, I, I just find it so straining on my eyes and this would be my own personal thoughts on this. Other people might not get sore eyes after reading, but I get sore eyes. I don't understand That's it. That's what you're here for, by the way, to give your own personal thoughts on topics. Well, good. I did it really well then. <laughs> and I'm telling you, if you guys ever read a book in front of me, you'll hear about it. Don't like it. <laughs> Well, what's your most favourite book that you've read? You, you might, okay, you've obviously read a book. Um, the White Chapman. All right. so I made that up. He didn't even question <laughs> it. Wow. The what? Of course I wouldn't question oh, it. No. I don't read shit. What? How, how good was that name? Yeah. Here's, Paul here, Chapman's yeah. autobiography. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> you want to hear a, a ridiculous stat? What? I think there's a, a statistic that is very, very embarrassing, but it's true. I didn't read a book maybe from the seventh grade to maybe four or five years ago and it was maybe a Goosebumps book and the next book I ever read would have been maybe like an AFL autobiography. You? Yes. So there was about – How did you get
2: through high school with that?
3: Correct. So <laughs> there, no, <laughs> no there have, co- give me the ding. N- not correct. <laughs> there would have not been – Correct. That was the wrong one. Um, there would have been about maybe a fifteen-year gap between when I read a book in primary school to when I next read a book. Wow!
1: Yeah, that's I, a very long time. I hate
3: reading, but I learned to love
2: it.
1: But so, Anne, do you it agree was only
3: ever AFL? Like, you can't read something that you're not interested in. So, you agree? Have you read with the
2: Ben Cousins autobiography?
3: I have. Yeah. What do you think of that? Uh, I liked it the most out of everyone I read. I read Matthew Scarlett, Dane Swan. Jim Steins Bomber Thompson
1: Oh that's enough Anyway okay. So Once you read one Did you find that you got more engrossed into reading Or was it Yeah You just forced yourself yeah. to it?
3: If you're reading something that you're interested in The pages fly by like that Yeah But if you're reading something that you don't give a shit about I remember back in high school reading a book It's like did you ever get through a page and you'd realise that you hadn't even been taking in what you've yeah. actually reading? Yeah, you you go just, back and reread it. You're just fucking thinking about like what yeah. you're doing, and the and fucking next day or you'd whatever. basically
1: reread it, and the same thing would happen again. You'd be like, "Fuck, I haven't read it again."
3: Correct. Yeah, and you'd have to just keep repeating until you realised you fucking hated that book. Are you a reader?
2: I don't mind books. I don't have a lot of time to read books anymore, but I do like to read. Hang on, I live with you for. Three or four years. I don't think I ever saw you read a book. Yeah, because you spent all of that time in your bedroom with yeah. your winter girlfriends. Fucking uh-huh.
3: weirdo. Weirdo. You fucking psycho.
2: But there there are certain things that people enjoy and take a lot of interest in that I just can't get around. And there's nothing wrong with any of them. As an example, I had a share in a racing greyhound back six six years ago, seven years ago. I remember that. Charlie Boots, who used to run in Tasmania. Charlie Boots. Is that where your band name came from? No. Oh. That That would have been a good story. Anyway, Charlie Boots used to run and um, I had a share in him with my mate Cameron and a couple of other guys. Yeah. And I basically paid the money and thought, oh, this would be cool. I'll get into this. And I just didn't care. And he he ran a few times and then- Did he ever come first? Yeah, once actually. Only once. And then he tore his pec. Um, Wow. But- all of a Damn. sudden, there was this plaque thing rocked up at my house with a photo of him crossing the finish line. In first but, place? Yeah. And I was like, oh, he won. That's pretty cool. And I just – I didn't have the care factor for it.
3: There was ever any interest at all? No, Not really? No emotional investment.
1: Why? Why is it that you never hear of someone owning just a greyhound that hasn't raced before? Oh, my God. Like, if
3: you – if you speak to someone, okay, if you're walking by in a dog park, you got your little fucking cocker spaniel, whatever, Jack Russell. <laughs> and you're walking by someone that has a greyhound, and you say, "Tell us a little bit of background information on this greyhound." No one ever says, "I purchased this greyhound as a puppy." Yeah. <laughs> I've I've cared for him all its life. It's always <laughs> a fucking ex-racing greyhound every time. It's like everyone's like oh I'm I'm such an important person I took this dog from a disgusting despicable life in dog racing and now I've taken him out and I've given him a better life
1: it's never ever like about just you getting the dog when it's a puppy and it's probably because all the trainers have got all the puppies at home and they're not sharing them they're going oh well, this could be a million dollar fucking dog yeah it's like we're not willing to give this dog away until we realise it fucking sucks
3: at
2: running fast. <laughs> Do you know the scariest thing about that whole thing is? Mark walking up to someone in a dog park and going, tell me a little bit about the background of this puppy. <laughs> Rick clearly hasn't seen the
3: eating dog shit video that I did. Oh, he
2: hasn't. <laughs> Fuck, that's Roll the footage. Look at
3: their feces. Okay. If it's a dark colour, yep. Yep. then that's an indication that they're sick.
0: Now There's a problem The right. little one
3: did a poo before. Yep, I've got it here.
0: Right, and you
3: just... Have a quick look, is it Yeah, it was like? yeah, dark, it. was it? It was dark, like this.
2: Oh, yeah, no, that's pretty dark. And it's not usually it like that.
3: And it tasted like...
0: Oh, yuck! Yeah, hmm? You eat it! That's the... <laughs> it's the like
3: only it? way of telling if it's... If... if it's any good or not? No, 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 no if, if the dog's sick.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, well, I wouldn't know that, because I'm not a vet. Oh, oh
3: hell. I, I really regret doing that.
2: Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> I wouldn't like to do that.
0: Screw it! Oh, yeah.
3: As you could tell, that was a fucking
2: banger. Yeah, was a was. banger. Not bad. What else could bang oh. right now? Who could it bang now?
1: All right, better get through this quick, guys. We are short
3: on time. Gotta right. get through this. All right, this. Who could make, it be now? i to gonna read this out. Gotta get through
1: fairly quickly. All right, I was born on September 2, 1964. I'm a male. The cats are fighting in the corner and we're going to move on. The
3: cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy blue in the... All right, that's enough.
1: It was enough. A long time ago. I'm Canadian. I was born in Beirut and raised in Toronto. After many... uh, Sorry, after my parents' divorce in 1966, my mother moved my family to Sydney, Australia, and then to New York City, where she remarried a Broadway and Hollywood director in 1970. When I was 9 I took part in a theater production called Damn Yankees. I attended four different high schools but was expelled because I was just a little too rambunctious and I shot my mouth off once too often. Yeah, this
3: this person was bullied. Mm.
1: I was not generally the most well-oiled machine at school. Sasha Bankon. No. I was uh, was a successful ice hockey goalkeeper. I had aspirations to become a professional ice hockey player for the Canadian Olympics team, but decided to become an actor when I was 15. Adam Sandler. No. You can't just watch... (laughs) Never touch my puck. You can't just watch Happy Gilmore and expect that's him. All right. In 1984, I was a correspondent for the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, the CBC, youth television program, Going Great. The same year, I made my acting debut in an episode of the television series called Hanging In. I also appeared in a Coca Cola commercial in 1985. Ryan Reynolds? No. I began acting in theatre productions and television films before making my theatre film debut in Young Bloods 1986. Keanu Reeves. Yes, you've got it. Well done. Well done. That was pretty good. There wasn't even some uh, key facts until. Basically, uh, point breaking speed was coming up, but that would have given it away straight away. What did you it say? Point breaking speed. Point breaking speed. All right, that's well done. Well is done. it quite clear
3: that um, who could it be now is me and Rick? Just dominates five seconds of something.
2: Pretty much. You got two, yeah. and I got one in five seconds of something this week. Yeah, uh, but what's the count?
1: Honestly, I think it's uh, five thousand three to twenty eight hundred. I have no idea.
3: Well, I think you just got it right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: This has been episode 6215, and we are all out of time. We are. All right. I've had fun, Dan. Have had guys. fun, Rick? Thanks, Rick, gents. Fun. And uh, I also play football, or used to. Mark. Yeah, no big deal. No big deal. Yeah. I retired my number when I finished.
3: Hey, Rick, uh, I'll see you next Wednesday. Uh, we're running to Glen Elgin, Mark.
2: Mate, I'll smash you.
3: No, it's not about smashing anyone. It's about running together and having fun.
2: All right, Lovebirds. YouTube, Spotify, Facebook, Instagram, everything, whatever.
1: We'll see you there.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies